Hi, everyone. My name is Florence Leung, and you're listening to The Cultural Marketer, a weekly podcast by Catalyst Agents. Each week, we share our observations and insights on consumer trends in different cultures around the world and discuss how you could incorporate these learnings for your business. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's segment of The Cultural Marketer. And today we are going to be talking about some fun facts about Chinese New Year. And it's not going to be just me today. It's actually the majority of the team because we're all from different regions within China. So we're going to talk about how we actually celebrate Chinese New Year. So the first note, I guess, is there is no fixed date for Chinese New Year. And it follows the lunar calendar and it changes every year. So this coming year, actually February 11th, is New Year's Eve. The 12th is New Year's Day. And it was it's different from next year, 2022, where January 31st is going to be New Year's Eve. So let's start with a self-intro for everybody that's taking part today. So I'll have Susanna go first. Hi, I'm Susanna. I'm the project manager of the company. I'm from the south part of China, a province called Guangdong, and the city is Guangzhou. Um, but interesting, I've also lived in Vietnam for a few years, and um, what I find interesting is that they also have a Lunar New Year, which is pretty much identical to the Chinese New Year. Cool. So one thing to keep in mind is Lunar New Year isn't just celebrated in China. Okay, so next we have Tina. Hi, everyone. My name is Tina. <laughs> and I'm the social media coordinator of the company. Uh, I'm from Chongqing, where everything is spicy. Yes. And close to Sichuan province. Okay, Kiki. Hi, this is Kiki. Uh, I'm also a social media coordinator in Catalyst. I am originally from Hong Kong, which is very similar to Guangdong area when it's speaking of. New uh, Chinese New Year. All right, and then Harley. Hi, I'm Harley. I'm Western social media content creator. I'm from Suzhou, which is really close to Shanghai. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about how you guys celebrate New Year's Eve with your families. Like I know for myself, New Year's Eve is really about the whole family coming together and having traditional Chinese New Year dishes. So there's some really funny. Small traditions that we do, like oh, you need to wash your hair before 11 p.m.、Uh, my mom goes to the temple every year on New Year's Eve, also for 11 p.m.、Uh, New Year's Eve every year, also for like good luck.、Um, so yeah, how do you guys celebrate with your family on New Year's Eve? I think for well, not New Year Eve, but then the day before or two days before. Um, New Year Eve, we do Daiso Chou, which is the cleaning, cleaning of the, of the house,、right? spring cleaning of the、yeah. house before getting into the new year, and that would be the first thing ever for the Lunar New Year celebration.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you guys also get new pajamas and new slippers and everything? Like when I was a kid, and my family kept really stuck to traditions, we actually had to change over all your pajamas and、mm-hmm. slippers and everything. On New Year's Eve, I don't wear pajamas. <laughs> no one needs to know that. <laughs> but but my mom does like a whole house clean thing, just like what Kiki said. Yeah. But she does it for 
what do you call it? January 1st, New Year, and Chinese New Year. Mm. Oh, okay. So it's like a New Year, so like, I'll clean it. Yeah. Mm. And then... Just like to clean then, away all the bad Yeah, and then does it for the Chinese New Year, too. It's like, oh, Xinya, New Year, they gotta clean, too. Mm. But then probably it's like every week, anyways. So is it like... The feeling I always get is New Year's Eve for Chinese New Year is bigger than the actual New Year's Day. Like New Year's Day is really just staying at home with family. New Year's Eve, you can actually go out and there's all these like fireworks, festivals, oh. and everything. A night market. Yes, a night market. In Hong Kong. Yes. Well, they, they used to have it here inside oh. the mall, but like Hong Kong, it would be outdoors. Like, yeah. So Tina, have you, have you celebrated New Year, like Chinese New Year in China? Or what do you recall from celebrating? Um, my my grandparents always made this stuffed uh, sausage, oh. uh, xiangchang, and la rou. I don't so know. So spicy meat, right? No, it's not spicy. Oh, oh, cured meat. Cured, yes. cured meat. Cured yeah, yeah, yeah. And they always prepared um, like before one month from the new year. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, and my and we always wear new clothes. See, okay, so there is new clothes. Yeah. But no, the, the other pajama, new but new clothes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that, that too. So the other th- funny thing is because of the sound um, of how shoes sound like, you're not supposed to buy shoes during Chinese New Year. Do you guys have that tradition? Mm-hmm. Yes, then you get it before Chinese yes, New Year. Yes, before Chinese New Year. So you cannot, you cannot buy shoes during Chinese New Year, mm-hmm. and you also cannot cut your hair during Chinese New Year. Yes. Mm. So I guess this is very much like a Canton mm. thing. So it's very what? much like a Hong Kong thing. So yeah. you guys haven't heard of it then. I guess the non-Canton region haven't heard of it. Yeah, I think it's more more of a Cantonese thing too. Because for me, for hair. like the non-Cantonese, I guess like the Mandarin, we like, we want to cut it for the New Year because fresh haircut to take pictures. Before, okay, but before like, New Year. I, oh, I don't even care. <laughs> really? Do you cut your hair during Chinese New Year? No. During. I don't cut it on the because day off. Because the salon like, all closed. <laughs> yeah, on the day off, because we're celebrating, right? So I'm like, not going to leave the house that day. Yeah. And you can throw out garbage. Um, you can. Really? You can or cannot? Cannot. Really? Oh, interesting. Why? On the first year of the... Uh, the new year first day of oh, first day of so you year. keep all your garbage at home yeah, for <laughs> one day one oh day. it's one day <laughs> yeah. so i also want to like because tina brought up how your grandparents make cured meats mm-hmm. for chinese new year so i think the cantonese we also have special dishes that are very what we think are festive so there's very lucky names for different dishes like pork hawk mm-hmm. right is one of the lucky dishes um What's another one? Fish. 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 Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like a yes. proverb. Like for the mandel <laughs> Noodles is longevity. Yeah. So yeah. usually, even for regular Chinese dinner, we have noodles when it's your birthday, right? So longevity. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. also for Chinese New Year, we usually at the very end of like a 10-course family dinner <laughs> when you're very full. Really? Yeah. Meatball. I am being told that Northern Chinese eat dumplings. Yes, I was going to say. Okay, so yeah. Susanna has affirmed know. this theory <laughs> that people in northern China eat dumplings mm. for New Year's. Mm. Yeah. Actually, I haven't eaten dumplings for New Year. 
Is it lucky as well? Like, do they consider it as a lucky thing? Yeah. Okay. Depends and on the feeling. They, they, uh, they put so, a coin in one of the mm. dum- dumplings. Really? And if uh, whoever eats this means good luck. <gasps> for them. So the shape of dumpling looks like uh, money in um. Asian in bowl. Okay. Mm. Yes. Like, <laughs> it's literally a chunk of gold. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So it's more for well. Yes. So way back when people, I guess, still exchange gold for things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it looks like gold. So southern Chinese are rice-based. So rice cake, rice ball. Mm-hmm. So that's what they have oh. for New Year's Eve. Nian gao, nian gao. Rice cakes, yeah. Oh, we have nian gao too in Hong Kong. In Hong Kong, we also order or we make our own pun choy, which oh. you just put every expensive food in it. <laughs> so like, abalone, <laughs> the most expensive in the house. <laughs> okay, so let's describe a little bit what this pun choy actually is. So the direct translation is literally a pot that has many layers of seafood in there. So every dry yeah dried seafood, which you steam slash boil in this pot. Yeah. So there's usually meat, there's veggies, yeah. there's seafood, yeah. and the way they prepare it is interesting because it's, for, for example, the very bottom layer is veggies, mm-hmm. and then the middle layer is all meat, and then the top layer could be different types of seafood. So like Kiki was saying, it's all the expensive seafood, yeah. like mm-hmm. abalone, and what's what's ah dry sea scallop. cucumber do they have dry, sea cucumber dried scallops oh yeah dried scallop uh, yeah. and then uh, fish maw interesting so how this applies to for example marketing is really understanding what regional nuances there mm-hmm. are in the culture it's not just well Chinese it means everybody should yeah. would eat noodles right like mm-hmm. even when we brought it up some people are like noodles you eat noodles for Chinese New Year. And we're all Chinese here. So that's a very interesting point that I think we should drive home. The second thing I want to chat about for Chinese New Year is really red envelopes. Mm -hmm. So also called red packets. And there's actually quite a few nuances that we should mention here. So in terms of who can give out red pockets. So who knows the answer to this question? Who can give out red pockets? People People who who are married. married. Yes. So people who are married, anyone <clears throat> else? The elderly. Elderly. Yes. Yeah, so like grandpa, yeah. grandparents, right? Do they usually give it in one red pocket or is it usually in pairs? No, no I think I'll get one from grandma, one from grandpa. Yes. Oh, one from, yeah, oh, one from yeah. grandma, but that's... So married couples usually hand out a pair. Mm-hmm. And oh. also because a pair is good mm-hmm. luck as well. Yeah. So the Chinese rarely do anything as mm-hmm. a single one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, except when, let's say it's somebody who's single by themselves and handing out red pockets, then maybe in that case, in some select cases, but the tradition is usually it comes in a pair. Mm-hmm. So does anyone know when you can actually open your red pockets? 15. The, the 15th. So that's the day we all look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> the 15th of lunar calendar. Yeah. On the lunar calendar. Yes, on the lunar calendar. Really? I think what's interesting about red envelopes is the amount that 
goes in there as well. They all have a meaning as well. True. Or like they they'll choose uh, if they don't have any special meaning. I think usually mm-hmm. they do even numbers. Mm-hmm. That goes back to what you were saying. People like to be mm-hmm. paired, like yeah, not <clears throat> odd numbers. Like you wouldn't give fifteen dollars. So <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. you would. Definitely want to do twenty, forty, eighty, a hundred. What about like six dollars sixty six cents? No coins in there either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like giving coins is probably such like a bad thing to do. <laughs> it also means like how close you're with the mm. receipt. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So, so for somebody like when when you go out during Chinese New Year to say restaurants. Yeah. A lot of the waiters that know you, know you as in they may be an acquaintance, will be like, "Oh, hey!" and you are expected to give them red pockets. <laughs> so that's why, for example, parents they would have a lot of、um, red pockets that only have say ten dollars in each of them.、Mm-hmm. So they would be giving out twenty dollars. But my parents' strategy is they will go to one restaurant, they will pay like they will give out the red pockets there, and then they'll eat there for the rest of Chinese New Year.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that is a good strategy. <laughs> My mom's strategy is like, how much ever someone else give me, she'll match it to the others, <laughs> others kids. So she'll open mine first. <laughs> That's why you don't do it at the fifteen. <laughs> And also, what you guys talked said interesting. Like you guys said, you guys give it in like what twenty, forty, sixty dollars. Yeah. So not fifty dollars. Or sometimes, but if it is fifty, then it's two fifties.、Yeah, then it's a hundred. I've been getting fifty. Time to talk to your parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so the closer you are that relationship with, let's say it's your parents, usually it's two fifties. So two red pockets with fifty dollars in each,、mm-hmm. right? But let's say、uh, it's in between that, you might be seeing two twenties.、Mm-hmm. So it's forty. Yes, that is the interesting thing about red envelopes: why you give it out, who you give it out to, and when you can open it.、Mm-hmm. So I also want to chat about it as a holiday. It is actually the longest Chinese holiday. I actually did not know that. So it's celebrated for 15 days, and in some cases up to 40 days as well. 40. Yeah, in some select regions, they actually combine it with another festival. So let's chat about. Taboos of Chinese New Year. So, what you're not supposed to do. So, I already mentioned no cutting your hair, right?、Um, what are some other ones? No throwing out garbage. No throwing out garbage on the first day only.、Mm-hmm. Uh, Cannot buy shoes. Can you shower? Yeah. On on、yes. New Year's Eve, you actually well not you but <laughs> <laughs> I have been told well when I was a child that you have to shower before wash your hair before eleven p.m.、Mm-hmm. So I cannot actually wash my hair on New Year's Day, which is until eleven p.m.、Yeah. So why eleven p.m.? Because the I guess the Chinese clock also works a bit differently. So end of the day is actually eleven p.m. Another one I think of is. You cannot do gathering on the third of the lunar new, new year because, because you、um, guys will like argue. argue. <laughs> There will be argument if you're、really? seeing each other. Yes. Tech so how it's called Chosan Tech how. Yes. So usually, like the New Year's Day is when you see family, and then second day you usually go to either your mother-in-law's house、yeah. or whatever. Third day you don't see anybody, and then fourth day. You could for the other days of Chinese New Year, you、mm-hmm. can see friends and、yeah. family. 
usually you can go to each other's house or meet up for food and things like that. For red pockets. Yes, for <laughs> red pockets mainly, not for food, but for main red pockets. Give me the money, right? <laughs> Okay, what else can you not do during Chinese New Year? I want to know what other interesting things are a no-no. So I have one more. So my parents told me again when I was a kid that the later I stay up on New Year's Eve, the longer they're going to live. Yeah. So just don't sleep. I used to stay up the whole night. Okay, so Susanna stayed up the whole night. Yeah, so her parents are going to live forever. Like your, <laughs> the whole family will sit around the dinner table and they will stay. That was when I was very young. But they will, will stay up the whole night. To do what? Just, <laughs> to make to, sure your parents to chat, live like, longer. Yeah. Do they have work the next day? Oh. Do you have work? No, it's Chinese. I'm here. here. So you're off. Oh, yeah. my oh, parents what about always here? play mahjong. Yes. Oh, yeah, mahjong. 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 Overnight, mahjong. <laughs> now I feel like Hong Kong people have so many weird <laughs> things that they do. So you actually shower with pomelo leaves oh. for oh. New Year's Eve. Oh. I'm not even joking, but it is, it is a tradition for people from Hong Kong, where I'm from. The other thing is during Chinese New Year, you shouldn't swear. So you cannot say unlucky things. What about home decorations? Home decorations. So they would change over the lucky sayings that are in red on the wall. Like mm. Chinese proverbs that we usually mm -hmm. stick onto the wall that is for good luck. They mm -hmm. would change it to the New Year one. Mm -hmm. They also have a um, the Chinese character for luck, mm -hmm. and you're supposed to hang it upside down because the sound of it means that oh, luck is arriving. Mm -hmm. So it's again very traditional. So the other thing we do to celebrate Chinese New Year, of course, is everything is a color red mm -hmm. and firecrackers. Does anyone know why firecrackers? To Do you scare know why? away the bad spirits. Yes, to demons. scare away bad spirits, demons, whatever. But the louder, the better, right? So that's why they use firecrackers. Mm. I don't know. We're not allowed to do firecrackers here, are we? We, we totally get reported. So it. illegal. <laughs> so like, here, what we can get, I think it's just decorations that look yeah. like firecrackers. But you mm. can't actually light any firecrackers. <laughs> So don't do it. <laughs> um, oh, and the other thing is a lion dance. Yeah. Lion dance. I think like that one again. It's also like loud. The louder, the better. Which mm. is why it's so. You can hear it from across the street or even down the street, yeah. right? Yeah. So I guess it's good to have that lively noise. It's like mm -hmm. a good start to the year. And there's always like a drummer that follows along with the lion. Yeah. 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 And so and. If you ever watch it, they throw they throw cabbage at the end. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Why cabbage? Bai the cabbage in Chinese is called bai cai, and they also sound like hundred wealth. Oh, bai cai. Bai cai. Okay, so to answer Harley's question on why cabbage, <laughs> cabbage actually, the phonetics of it sounds like. Wealth and a lot of wealth is yeah. what it sounds like. So that's why that for the lion dance you end off by capturing the cabbage. Wait. Oh, we forgot one big thing. What? Ox. Ox. Zodiac. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So, yes, we did forget one big thing, which is the year of the ox is the Chinese zodiac for 2021. So, what does the ox stand for? Beef. 
Hard working. No. <laughs> hard working? Yeah. Yeah. No. So the year of the ox usually is like hard working, resilience. Whereas like let's say year of the pig is really stand for good fortune. I like how we've covered a lot of the taboos of Chinese New Year, what we do and what we don't do. A lot of the well, the meaning of the year of the ox, what the zodiac means, how each of the Chinese zodiacs actually carry a different meaning. So when you're planning for your marketing or cultural marketing efforts, you want to know. The Chinese zodiac for that year. What does it actually represent? Because it should really guide your messaging, and it should be integrated into all of that. So make sure that you consider everything we've covered today. There's quite a bit when you're planning for Chinese New Year.、Uh, make sure that you avoid all the things that we said don't do in Chinese New Year. So don't try to get Chinese people to go get a haircut or buy shoes <laughs> during Chinese New Year. And of course, want to thank the team for joining me today to chat about this. So everybody, say. Goodbye, I guess. <laughs> I thought we started to say some Chinese phrase. 恭喜发财，牛气冲天，万事如意，真灵快乐，万事如意，牛年好运。<laughs> Thanks for joining us this week on the Cultural Marketer. Was this week's cultural marketing insight helpful? Have questions, suggestions, or ideas to share? Email us at info@catalystagents.com. We look forward to hearing from you.